The Alpha Sessions with Ron Laver. This is The Alpha Sessions. My name's Ron Laver, and with me today in the studio is Becky Lawrence. Uh, hello, Becky. Hello. Nice to have you here. Thank you very much for having me. Um, you're a country music singer. I am indeed. Based in Wiltshire. Yep. Although you were born in the Isle of Man. I was, yeah. Um, and also, before we get on to your music, and uh, you've got a new single just out, yep. and we'll be talking about that. But before we get on to that, I, I, I see that you've got a diploma at the London School of Mu- Musical Theatre. I have indeed, and, yes. And seem to have had quite a little career, particularly in the Isle of Man, um, performing and doing yeah, doing musical theatre. Yeah. So my question is really, why the move to singing and why in particular country music? Interesting question. <laughs> so um, musical theatre was a huge passion of mine quite seriously from the age of 14. I was having regular singing lessons, dancing um, in lots of different shows, um, as people can see on my website and things. And, yep, I was grateful to get a place at the London School of Musical Theatre, which was a year's intense course of of training. And straight out of college, I got an agent. Life was really good. Um, But then reality started to hit. And I realised I have to make a living out of this now. Um, And unfortunately, I was being told, you know, I wasn't thin enough or I didn't have the right colour hair, all of those things. And mentally for me, I couldn't actually handle it anymore. Um, And I felt like I was under just way too much pressure to try and make a living out of something that, you know, I had a real passion for. And the passion just sort of left, really, which is a which is a huge shame. Um, And because I've got family down in Wilkshire, I thought it's best for me to stay within the UK um, because there's a lot more opportunities for me here than there are back home. And uh, I moved down to Wilkshire. Um, And I haven't regretted it since. I I love living in Wilkshire, love being surrounded by trees and (laughs) countryside. (laughs) Definitely, uh, I'm just not a city person, (laughs) definitely. (laughs) So uh, I guess the it was musical theatre. So I I guess it wasn't a totally lost experience. And, and, you know, you went through all the training and everything. Definitely. Yeah. And I think it's. Having that training now, I've got that for life. You know, it's made it's made me the person I am. It's, you know, given me that extra confidence to actually just be myself. Because I think, you know, I've played characters for a lot of my life. And when I actually delved into my own voice, country is where my voice just sat best. I, I you know, it's, it's the lyrics I connect with because they tell stories. And, you know, that's my musical theatre training. And I felt like, you know, I could just pop myself into a situation and, you know, it just helps with the songwriting as well. So, and singing's always been the passion out of the acting and the, the dancing. I don't think I can dance anymore, <laughs> really. Um, so, yeah, singing was just the thing that obviously just took the lead, basically. It's obviously given you a, a lot of self-confidence. I've seen you play live. I've not seen you, sorry, I've not seen you play live, but I've seen you on YouTube videos. Yeah. And, yeah, you, you exude confidence and you're, you. you're very talkative with yeah. the audience and everything. Sometimes too much. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I have to be told to stop talking, <laughs> but that's fine. I don't mind. <laughs> but, uh, like I say, not a wasted experience. In the, the... Definitely not. And I think, you know, when when I initially left London and, and everything else, I thought this is, you know, I've wasted it. This is, you know, I was in denial for quite a long time. I couldn't even listen to a musical. That's how heartbroken I was. But actually, you know, it's it's not wasted. I'm using it every day. You know, when I'm singing, when I'm writing, I'm using it all the time. So it's invaluable. And 
you haven't given it up completely, <clears throat> have you? No. <laughs> because I, I, I just noticed something. Um, starring in Rent, the musical. Yes. In Trowbridge in February. Now, unless yes. there's another Becky Lawrence in Trowbridge. Uh, no, that would be me. <laughs> is this with the local amateur dramatic society? It is, yeah. Um, the I'm very good friends with the theatre manager at the Arc because the Arc Theatre is where I teach with Rock Project on a Tuesday. So got talking to her. She said she's going to put on rent, but she wanted people who had trained, you know, who are, at, you know, a certain standard to put on these more professional shows. And she said, would you be interested? And I said, well, OK, let's just see how it goes. So the auditions came and I sat there and I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I've got time and all of this. She said, go on. And then, yep, I ended up auditioning and I got the part of Joanne. So, Yes, that's uh, exciting and quite nerve-wracking because it's my first musical in six years. So, I'm sure you'll be fine. You I'm like, what stage left? What stage right? Where am I going? <laughs> it's, uh, I'm sure you never lose it. But uh, so this isn't a regular gig for you with like with the Amateur Dramatic Society. Yeah. It's, it's just something you got involved in this time. Yes, it is, and I think. You know, it will always be my first love. It will always be my passion. So never say never. And if, you know, the if any other opportunities came up, TV, film, anything, I wouldn't say no. If it felt right, I'd go for it. It's good. So, yeah. Yeah, why not? So what what are you... So going back to the music now, what are your early musical influences? Well, I was brought up listening to a huge a range of eclectic music from from both my parents and my grandparents. But I was actually brought up listening to bands like ACDC, Saxon, Black Sabbath. Um, I was headbanging to She's Got the Jack at the age of three, which I kind of pride myself on. <laughs> um, but for my mum, it was The Carpenters, Genesis, Alan Parsons and, and Dolly Parton. You know, that's when I first heard country music was from was from my mum, actually. Your mum's um, got quite a, an eclectic yes. <laughs> mix of music, hasn't know, she? Yeah. Dolly Parton. Yeah. You know. <laughs> it's, it's bonkers, my whole family, really. And then, you know, for, even my granddad loved jazz and he, he was always singing and, and classical music. So I just just been surrounded by it my mm. whole life. So yeah, it was obviously it's obviously in the genes then. Definitely. Yeah. What what about um? Well, you you said there that your parents uh, all love music and mm. your and your grandfather. So were they musical themselves? They were. Yeah, I know. Um, my gra- I mean, my granddad was constantly singing even when I was growing up. He was constantly singing around the house, and he used to be involved in you know lots of local bands where he was from. Mm. My mum's got a lovely voice as well. Uh, my dad used to do DJing. Uh, my auntie's in a choir, so I am, you know, surrounded by it. But I'm the only one that's taking it that step further. Mm. They've all kind of gone, oh, no, no, we'll leave it to you. That's fine. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's always just been around me. So they're supportive of you. Definitely, you yeah. You haven't had to fight against no, it. I'm so, I'm so blessed and grateful to have such a huge, great support network around me. I literally couldn't do it without them, definitely. We can leave our Christmas lights up till January This is our place, we make the rules And there's a dazzling haze, a mysterious way about you, dear Have I known you 20 seconds or 20 years? 
For sessions with Ron Laver. So, if we sort of had a look on your Spotify list or, yes. or wherever you keep your music these mm-hmm. days, um, what sort of stuff would you be listening to today? Well, I mean, on the drive down to um, Dave's house, I had full on country music, but yesterday I was listening to ACDC, maybe a bit of Billie Eilish, just whatever, whatever song I love. You know, especially with Spotify, you listen to one song, you go to the artist, you go to the album, and then it just opens so many doors. So I'm just open to listening to anything that just makes me feel good or whatever mood I'm in. Mm. Um, so just, just anything other than like shouty metal. Um, I can't get down with that. <laughs> it's just too loud. <laughs> Your headbanging days are over. Oh, definitely. They? Yeah, I did. Um, I headbanged too much in an audition once and I got whiplash. And I didn't even get through. So, you know, <laughs> that's, yeah, I stopped that after that. It's <laughs> obviously a it. sign. <laughs> um, in, in terms of uh, putting your music out there, mm-hmm. um, you had an EP out uh, in 2017. Yes. And I, I can't <clears throat> see um, much in between mm-hmm. now and then and, yeah. and your new single. Mm-hmm. Um what uh, what's been going on in those two years? Is it just 
couldn't be bothered or you know, too busy, <laughs> too much gigging. Oh, I wish. No, I think um, off the back of my last EP, I mean, it was great. You know, the buzz, everything around that was, was fantastic and started writing it a bit. But unfortunately, I went through a lot of like life experiences, let's just call them. Um, I experienced grief for the first time as an adult, um, losing my grandfather, who's on the Isle of Man. So that hit me really, really hard. But on the flip side, I went to Canada, which has been on my bucket list ever since I was 14. So to have to go from so low to high and then unfortunately, one of my guinea pigs had to be put down as soon as I came back from Canada. I just couldn't focus on anything. I was at my lowest I've ever, ever been. So music just basically took a took a back seat, really. I mean, I was still listening to music, obviously, because I found that really healing. Um, but as far as releasing anything, I just couldn't I couldn't do it. Um, I did do a couple of gigs to try and get the momentum back. But it's only this year, really, where I felt like, you know, I've got my mojo back and I'm ready to hit the ground running into 2020. Great. So, yeah. So you 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 also um, do a podcast, don't you? Yes, I do. Very, so, <laughs> when when I have the time, it's tell, there. <laughs> tell me about the podcast and, and what, you know, what do you cast about? Yeah. That's the right word. So it's word. called um, Becky's Bubbles, <laughs> Tea and Talk, because um, I'm a great fan of tea. I love tea. But I also love to to raise mental health awareness and, and talk about spirituality and religion and just anything, really. Um, but for me, it was just a nice outlet to get some of my thoughts out there and, and some of my advice and tips I've learned from when I've been at my lowest to help other people you know I've no I, I now know I've got a toolkit that I can go to if I'm feeling anxious or I'm feeling upset so to be able to pass them on in in a format that's easy for people to listen to just felt natural um did you find that was part of the process of getting over that bad <clears throat> period you went through as well being Definitely. able to talk about it absolutely yeah and I mean I had to go I had some CBT uh, which is cognitive behavioral therapy which for me worked really really well um, and, you know, because I still have to work to, to paying my bills and stuff. So I'm still working part time, but I was able to stop working full time. And I've started to just reevaluate my life and work out what is important. Um, so going through that has brought me back out to this, you know, to the other side, basically, mm. into a much positive state of mind, which is which is great. And have you had good feedback from those podcasts do, do people I have actually, get in touch yeah. with you and... yeah the people that have listened I mean because I I'm quite bad at promoting that that side of it because I haven't done many yet um but if you know I'm able to find the time and get more done I'll definitely promote it a bit more but the feedback I have had has been has been great and you know they've they've been able to take something from it which is which is amazing for, you know, for me just sat there waffling for, you know, 30 minutes, you know, for someone to actually say, I found that really helpful. It's great. That's good. So I, yeah. so would you describe yourself as a spiritual person? Definitely, or? yeah. Um, even, I think, because so much has happened to me in the last two years, there's a lot of things that I can't, I can't, I can't des- describe how else it's, it's happening other than there's people looking after me. And I've had so many reasons to believe that, that, you know, I just, that's, it is, I accept it, you know, and if, if they want to help me, then that's great. <laughs> so, so, I mean, we use the term spiritual. Yeah. But is, is that a, a religious experience for you then? It's, in terms of what <clears throat> we understand religion as a, you know. Yeah, it's, you know, for me, it's more guardian angels and, mm. and, and the universe and those sorts of things. So often I will, you know, if I need a bit of comfort, I'll I'll do a, a card reading and I will just 
ask a question, I will pick out a card completely at random, but that card says something to me and then it will just, you know, carry me through. I mean, everyone's, you know, has beliefs in something and whatever works for those people. But yeah, I've had so many things happen that I just just can't explain it. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah. Sometimes it's spooky. <laughs> More often than not, it's nice. That's interesting. So yeah. yeah, especially after my grand, even before my grand, when my granddad was quite ill and before he passed away, um, <clears throat> I can remember it really clearly the night he he was really ill. I came home from teaching and in my head I said, please let it not happen until I get home. And I got home and there was a, re- a red robin on my fence post and then I got the phone call. And whether you believe in stuff or not, it was for me that was a, okay, that's, that's you know, that's it. Yeah. So I've had lots of stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, let's go back to we. I, I said that uh, in 2017, you you had an EP out uh, called "What It Takes." Yes. Now yeah. you you singing for us today. That guy. Yes. Was that of the EP? Because it, it was. was a single as yes, well. Yes, it was. It? Yeah, we released it as a single, um, and it was included on the EP as well. Yeah. Mm, tell me, tell me about that uh, that track in particular. It's really. <laughs> I love it when people ask that question because it doesn't sound. It's not a very exciting story, but um, this was when I was working as a temp. And I was bored out of my brain doing what I was doing. And the, I literally just sat there with a notepad and a pen. And this, these lyrics just started coming from somewhere. Um, and it again, because I've had that musical theatre training and that acting training, I just put myself into a situation. Um, and I'm quite, I quite like being quite cheeky. So this is quite a cheeky song. And yeah, the lyrics just started to just, to just come. And it was, you know, and then it just turned out to be that guy. <laughs> It's not an autobiographical one. No, it's this not, this not one isn't. No, no, no. But I have found that guy. I'm pleased to say, and we've been together for five years. So, I have found him. You know I like it, baby. That face just drives me crazy. You're the one that's on my mind every time I close my eyes. But now it's got me thinking. There's things that need addressing Kiss me quick, I'll close my eyes Before your love turns me blind Here's my list, got what it takes I want more than a pretty face to rub
I'm waiting for your answer. Ooh, are you a take chance? I'm waiting for your answer. Ooh, are you a take chance? I'm a girl with simple taste, and my love should raise the way. One, two, three, four. Strong arms that keep me sheltered. One smile, whatever the weather. Always makes me laugh when I wanna cry. I wanna find, I wanna find, I wanna find that guy. <laughs> the Alpha Sessions with Ron Laver. Did you enjoy that process of, of making an EP, of recording? I mean, you've yeah. done a lot of live gigs, uh, performed live, obviously. Yeah. Um, you enjoy the, the process of putting songs together and it's um, It's very recorded. different. It's, it's so different from anything I've ever done because, you know, most of my life I've just done things live. And I think when it comes to recording, I can be a perfectionist, which sometimes can either work in my favour or it can work against against me. Um, so it took me a while to sort of get into a different frame of mind of, you know, working with the microphone and coming closer and going back and tweaking this and tweaking that. But to see something you've written on a piece of paper to then be turned into a single and then it's out there is just, it was mind-blowing. Did you record that in a in a professional studio or was it something I did, you did? Yes, so, yeah. So yeah. the whole EP was re was recorded. And... Yeah, yeah. Um, was all all done in a studio. So again, that was just a really exciting experience. I got actually. I was saying, was there a producer? I I got a note here that uh, Danny McMahon was involved. Yes, we co yeah we co wrote, co -wrote um, the EP together. Yeah. Um, was he involved in the record? You know, obviously he had to be. Yes, there, yeah, yeah, he but was. Was yeah. he involved in, yeah, in he the was. production? Yeah, because yeah. I know that's his business. We we've yeah. we've had Danny in here a number of times, yeah. and I know that's what he does. As, yeah. as well as of course do his own material. Yeah. Um, Okay, so that was so that that's the two years between, basically. That, yeah, that, that's <laughs> yeah. what's been going on, yeah. you know, and and obviously it's it's you know it's had an effect on you, yeah. and, and you've taken some time to recover mm -hmm. from that. But yeah. um, you've you've got a new single out now. Um, as we talk, it is actually just been out twenty four hours more or less, yes. hasn't it? Yes, it has. Yep, it came out yesterday, and it's called uh, Now. Hmm. And again, that's one you're going to sing for us. Um, can you can you tell me about that single? Definitely, yeah. And for me, this has been the easiest song to write. Um, it it came out of those two years that I had, um, and I co-wrote it with Hugh Weber, and uh, we produced it with with Dave on guitar. And it is all just about sometimes just sitting. And just being in that present moment and having to not worry about what's going on in the future or what's happened in the past and just focusing on what's happening right the second because really all we have is what's happening, you know, the time we have now. So it was just a moment, it's almost like a moment of reflection really because it's like it's come full circle. This song's come out and we're heading into a new year. You know, my music's is is going to be slightly different from what I've had before, but it just feels good. And this song especially is a very more traditional country sound for me which has been really lovely and it's um it's more of a pal a ballad song you know and i tend to like to sing ballads a bit more 
Um, but yeah, the feedback I've had has been incredible. And the amount of people that have said they can really relate to it, you know, just, I got a bit overwhelmed yesterday. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> this is crazy. Um, but no, I'm just so grateful that, you know, I'm able to get this music out and, you know, hopefully it can help people. So. I, I, I read some of the publicity uh, yeah. information that goes with the record and uh, you, you, in that you made a statement. We managed to create, talk, talking in terms of what you were doing before mm -hmm. in the 2017, yeah. um, we managed to create a more rounded traditional country sound, something different from my previous releases yeah. and you hope people would still like it. Yeah. Like, I have to say, I think I think you've achieved something different, Fantastic. and it does sound really good. I, oh, thank it's, you. it's a really good single, and I, you know, thank you. I'm really pleased to uh, hear it today here. Thank you. Well, the years keep coming and they won't stop coming. I really wish they would stand still. I always try to catch up, but it doesn't really matter And they're blowing like leaves down here Lying on the ground, looking up, wondering how Time seems to pass us by Let's not dwell on the old days, appreciate where you are now Flying through September, now we're heading into winter and the Not worrying about the future and what it's gonna bring you Cause it always works out somehow Cold in the air but you're moving where the sunlight shines on through Let's not dwell on the old days, appreciate where you are now It's okay to dream, it's okay Not dwell on the old days, appreciate where you are now. Now looking at tomorrow, I don't feel any sorrow. I'm grateful where I am right now. One step in front of the other, you know it's gonna get you to the places where you wanna go. Head in the clouds, looking down, thankful how I made it this far. Let's not dwell on the old days, appreciate where you are now. Let's not dwell on the old days, appreciate where you are now. The Alpha Sessions with Ron Laver. Songwriting. Do you, I mean, you've said there you you collaborated with uh, Hugh Webber yes. on your new single. Yep. And you also collaborated with Danny on, on yep. your previous music. Mm -hmm. um, do you always write with someone else or do you write alone sometimes? To be honest, because I'm because I've spent most of my life, you know, musical theatre and learning things from a book. Songwriting came to me kind of quite later on. Um, 
in my sort of career. So I've always found great comfort writing with someone else. Mm. Um, I'm not adverse to writing on my own. And I have written, I mean, now pretty much I wrote the majority of the lyrics, but Hugh just helped me, you know, direct it into a bit of a better shape. So I can write on my own, but I just love what the ideas mm. that people can, can bring to the mm. table. And working with Hugh, I mean, we've got we've got so many songs now, which I couldn't have even dreamed of writing, you know, two years ago. So, you know, now I feel like I'm at a really good point and I've got a really good network around me. You know, I've got Dave, I've got Hugh. I feel like we're a really good team. Mm. Um, and it's just it's just great to sort of get that organic feel. So from what you said there, is there going to be other stuff coming out in some form or other there will be in the near definitely future. yep watch this space <laughs> um are you going to sing one of those today do you think we might hear a new song today possibly <laughs> <laughs> go I'll on wait and see <laughs> go on tell me <laughs> so obviously we've um so now is out there and um we're gonna we're working on wasted on you um which i've been gigging for the past two years now but we've just never had the opportunity to release it due to one thing or another and obviously due to what I've mm. been through the last two years uh, so that's definitely going to be the next one out the door okay is that uh, is that another co-write with uh, Hugh that one I wrote pretty much um, by myself right. um, I did have some help with Louis Miller who was another local singer songwriter as well um, but again that one just just came from somewhere <laughs> and uh yeah now with the help of dave we've managed to get it into a really good into a good production now which i'm really i'm, I'm happy with it now we just yeah. need to get it get it out the door that's great i've also noticed on uh looking on your website and uh you know uh, social media you you do a lot of covers you, you yes. know you've got videos of a lot of yeah. covers. is that something <clears throat> you enjoy doing i mean it seems like you're getting into the writing habit now and you're obviously Definitely. very excited about yeah. that will the covers disappear as you get more and more material out there or is it something that you enjoy doing i think i i do enjoy putting my own spin to you know a song that's been out for years mm. and years um especially like a dolly parton song or you know a reba mcintyre or you know casey musgraves any of the newer mm -hmm. songs mm. um i was actually saying to dave on the way down here that i'm going to make a playlist of songs i wish i wrote because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there's so many songs i listen to i think i really, really wish i'd you know written that but singing those covers and listening to those covers inspire me with my writing yeah so i will you know keep some of the covers in because I love singing them but hopefully I'll have you know just a full set of originals which would be great yeah because I, I I've heard you doing a version of uh, Cam's Diane love singing uh, that song uh, it's, it's terrific <laughs> Dave it's, loves playing it as well <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Dave looks very very yeah. sure he's shaking that. his head at me right now <laughs> <laughs> so you you play with Dave, obviously. Yes. Yes. Um, is is that is that the gig you and him, or do you have pretty a, much a larger band that you play with? I I did have a band at one point, but unfortunately, trying to get everyone in the same room at the same time does prove very difficult, especially um, when they're all dotted around the UK. So I thought, do you know what? Sometimes actually, country just sounds great mm. when it's just you and a guitarist. It makes it feel more real and authentic. And I was so blessed that you know Dave emailed me um, when I was you know seeking another guitarist and definitely haven't looked back and I'm just so grateful that we get to do this journey together because he's been playing country music before I was born and <laughs> oh, no. I know how it's you great. feel Dave <laughs> um, and he you know 
when Hugh and I are writing, we'll send him a demo, and what he just brings yeah. to the table is it's just incredible. It's great. You enjoy, so you, you're obviously enjoying all this now. Absolutely, and that, yeah. That both live gigging, yes, and yeah. uh, and the recording process. Yeah. Do you have you found with any of your songs that they haven't turned out in the recorded version? Or, know, or perhaps really. did you find while you were recording them, you got to a point where you say, "This isn't going the right way." I, I, I want you know, yeah. we've gone too soft, we've gone too loud, mm. we've gone too whatever. I think with when I first did "Wasted on You," the very, very first bit, although um, Tom, who did all the arrangement and stuff, made a really great job of it, it wasn't quite how it how I wanted it to go so that's why we've like completely reproduced mm. it all and now it's at a really great stage and I'm like yep yeah, this is this is the sound we want to we want to get to but to be perfectly honest I I'm just so open to ideas and you know it's all organic and I just go with the flow with everything and if something sounds right then yep yeah, let's go with it like with now especially I didn't really know how I wanted it to sound like I knew I wanted it to sound traditional I wanted it to sound just really relaxed so when I sent it to Dave, you know, we got his daughter Kate involved and we got the Dobro on there and, and acoustic guitar and it just, I just, well, it just sounds great. <laughs> so so when, when do we likely to hear that and other tracks? Are you thinking about putting that Wasted Dirt on you out as a single? Yes, definitely. I think for the time being, I think I'm just going to try and get as many singles out there as I can because um, from sort of experience, singles do tend to do a, a bit better than, than EPs and then eventually, you know, hopefully I can get an album out there. That would, be, that would be great. Oh, my greatest hits for the past however <laughs> <laughs> many years. <laughs> so, yeah, again, I'm, you know, I'm just going with the flow and just seeing yeah. just seeing what happens. So, But, yeah, definitely a couple more singles in the new year for sure. Okay, well, one final question we like to ask people. Oh, right. Um, if, have you got a, if you could have a dream gig, <sighs> where would it be? I mean, anywhere in the world, but specifically a venue somewhere. And who would be on the bill with you? You, you can have anyone on the bill with you. Well, I've got two venues. Can I say two? <laughs> well, go on, you can. I'm going to say know, two. Because you're going to get that big... We're, we're in a, we an area here where you're big enough. If you're big enough to play <laughs> one, you'll be big enough to play okay. the second one. So I'm going really out there, and I'm going to say the Grand Old Opry. Right. Definitely. And the Bluebird Cafe. Oh, fantastic. Uh, with Dave, obviously. Yeah. Um, and it's I've got to have Reba there. Reba McIntyre's been one of my huge country inspirations, you I'm, know, my sure whole life. Come. So yeah, I mean, sure I'll give her a call or later. Dolly or, Car or Carrie Underwood, you know, anyone who's free, I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> Keith Urban as well, that would be nice. <laughs> I had a feeling you might like Keith Urban. <laughs> He's uh, married to my favourite actress, I can't not, no. you know, like him. So. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to Nashville at all? I haven't yet, no, it's... Um, I think for me it was Canada was was way way up there on my mm -hmm. on my bucket list but obviously Nashville is definitely it's definitely on there well, when the time comes hopefully we'll you know we can get there Well I can I can highly recommend the Bluebird Cafe because yes. it is just like it looks like on the TV you know on the TV Nashville yeah, yeah. program yeah. and it's really intimate and, oh, I love and that you know, it's a it's a real good vibe. Yeah. I've, I've only been there once, but uh, you know, and I was in the audience. Um, yeah. But you know, you get a real connection with I'd the players love that. and that. Yeah. yeah. 
Definitely. Okay, well, it's all to come, you know. I'll, I'll be... Uh, you let us know when you're, you're playing those <laughs> Don't venues. Don't you worry, Because they're only down the road from each other. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll try and yeah. get along. Uh, well, look, thanks very much for coming in today and playing for us today. Thank you very much we for inviting really us along. We really appreciate it. Wish you best of luck with your, your career. And I do hope I see you in Nashville sometime. Fingers crossed. And uh, good luck with the single as <laughs> Thank well. Thank you very I think much. That's, Thank you. I, I think it's the best thing I've heard you do. So Thank that's, you. That's lovely. Good luck with that. Thank you. I'm driving, but I don't even know where I'm going. And all I think about is your loving and where it all went wrong. I'm trying. Forget all the times that you're lying And leave me all alone when I'm crying That's why I'm singing a song Oh, it doesn't matter to you You don't care what I do It's over and there's no more looking over my shoulder to see you flirting with your May sister. It's time to move on with my life. You say Should